Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. We have had huge news come in for Bitcoin today. I'm going to go so far as to say this is some of the best news I've seen in months. Are you aware of what that news is? Are you aware of how it will impact you as a crypto investor? In today's 10-minute daily market update, I'm going to begin by looking at the charts. BTC, ETH, altcoins. We're going to look at exactly what's going on. Next, I'm going to talk you through the top five headlines in the crypto market today. After that, I'm going to tell you what that huge bit of Bitcoin news is that makes me so bullish on this ecosystem. Make sure that you stick around until the end because that message at the end is the most important. If you open up and take a look at a Bitcoin chart, you'll see that price action has been a little bit rocky over the last 24 hours, probably because the Bitcoin chart is digesting a couple different bits of news that I'm going to tell you about really quickly now. The shaky price might be a reflection of hawkish remarks that came from Cleveland Federal Reserve President Loretta. Semester. She said that the Federal Reserve will continue to raise interest rates, most likely to a rate of over 4%. Too often in the crypto markets and legacy markets, words like hawkish and dovish are thrown around and the average person is left pretty confused. In these calls, one day at a time, I break down the complex terms and terminology that's used in the markets so that over time you'll understand everything you come across. Dovish and hawkish are words that we use when it comes to monetary policy. Monetary policy is basically the practice of raising or decreasing interest rates. If it was so simple, we wouldn't need hundreds of people looking into it every day. The problem is, when you lower interest rates, you increase inflation. Therefore, there's a trade-off. Different people have different opinions on that trade-off. Specifically, we have two groups of opinions or two schools of thoughts, the doves and the hawks. People who are involved in monetary policy and are referred to as doves are people of the opinion that lowering interest rates is the best thing to do and it doesn't matter so much that it causes excess inflation. On the other hand, hawks are very much against excess inflation. They think that interest rates should be kept high to curb inflation. So when you look at a group of people in charge of monetary policy, you'll likely have some hawks and some doves. So why does this matter for you? What do you, as a crypto market investor, want to see? Doves or hawks? The answer right now is doves. Overall, a lower interest rate economy is more accommodating of risk, and therefore, investors are more likely to purchase BTC, stocks, tech assets, and general crypto market assets. Circling back to the news, I told you earlier that the statement was hawkish, meaning it's not good for the crypto markets. Loretta also mentioned that the Fed could pause hiking rates in the second half of 2023, refuting the idea that central banks could potentially start cutting rates early next year, which some investors already appear to be counting on. Wherever you are right now, if you look at the one month chart for Bitcoin, you will see that around about the 26th or 27th of July, BTC prices climbed up quite aggressively. Open up an economic calendar and you'll see that this coincides with the FOMC meeting where Jerome Powell was relatively 
dovish. And as you now know, dovish policy, one that accommodates generally lower interest rates, is better for crypto markets. And you can see it on a chart too. Now, because we mentioned that BTC and crypto markets are risky assets, it follows that geopolitical tensions or any kind of global event that causes nervousness, be that COVID, be that what we're seeing now in Taiwan, China, USA, is not good for risky assets like ours. Thankfully, overall, markets in general seem to have recovered from US House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan on Tuesday, which caused many investors to stay away from risky assets amid potential US-China tensions. We spent a very long time on BTC today, so we're going to be a bit more brief on Ethereum. Overall, Ethereum is also being a little bit rocky over the last few days, ebbing and flowing or rising and then dropping again based on the range of news we're having with these different statements, be that hawkish or dovish from policy, or the tensions that we're seeing from Taiwan, USA, China as well. Looking further out on the curve, however, that huge bit of Bitcoin news is something that could make the charts look very different in the not too distant future. Heading over to the world of altcoins, if we filter for the top 24 hour movers, one particular crypto stands out, Flow. Whenever I see a double digit pump on the 24 hour, I'm always suspicious. I always think there's been some sort of headline or big news about this crypto in the last 24 hours, I'm gonna go and find it. So let's take a look. A very quick Google search reveals that a blockchain created by Dapo Labs, Flow, was a big winner because Meta, or formerly known as Facebook, announced that its platform Instagram will be adding support for NFTs built on the Flow blockchain. So our roundup of the charts is now complete. We move on to our top five crypto market headlines before we go into the huge bit of Bitcoin news at the end. When you fall off the horse, you try to get back on and Voyager is trying to do the same thing. Voyager is approved to return $270 million in cash deposits to customers, a bankruptcy court judge said on Thursday. How much this will repair or remedy matters for Voyager is another question entirely. Even if you can recover your balance sheet, can you recover the trust you lost amongst customers? Next headline, lawmakers send letters to 20 crypto firms soliciting diversity data. On these calls, I always try to look for unique or less obvious indicators that crypto markets are thriving and maturing. Sure, if the price is going up, obviously things are going well, but can we dig a bit deeper and find different signs? This to me is a different, very positive sign. All the biggest firms or corporations in the world right now have IND targets or metrics, meaning inclusion and diversity targets or metrics. Now, this could be gender targets, or it could be ethnicity targets, or it could be LGBTQ, and so on and so forth. Crypto firms are getting big enough that these IND targets are trying to be demanded of them as well. That means that crypto markets are on there in the world stage of setting societal standards for everyone to follow. In many ways, this is one of the best headlines I've seen. Top headline number three. Nomad has announced that it's offering up to a 10% bounty to return funds stolen from the recent hack on that Nomad bridge very recently. It is so fascinating to see how these kind of events unfold in a ecosystem that doesn't have a controlling intermediary. Early reports have suggested that friendly hackers, known as white hat hackers, 
also store funds to protect as much capital as possible. White hat hackers use their skills to identify security vulnerabilities. In return, they often seek a cash reward, like those offered in bug bounty programs. Top headline number four. Michael Saylor has stepped down as the CEO of the software company MicroStrategy. Likely that the number one question in everyone's minds after this is Bitcoin done in the MicroStrategy balance sheet. It would be a fair assumption given that Saylor had to step down specifically because the second quarter earnings were reported, which revealed a heavy loss of $1 billion a whopping $917 million of which was based on the value of Bitcoin. Saylor, however, has suggested that this is not the case. He says that his new job as executive chairman will mean he can now focus more on the Bitcoin acquisition strategy and other related initiatives. So it's a story to watch, but seemingly on the surface, their investments in Bitcoin will continue. Last headline now until I get into that huge bit of Bitcoin news that I'm so excited about. Tiffany CryptoPunk NFTs are already being flipped. This comes just days after the launch, which you'll remember I pointed out to you guys on a previous video. One user appears to have resold a Tiffany and Punk NFT at 55 ETH, a more than 80% increase from the price of mint. I did mention this in a previous video, but I'm just very excited by the intersection of luxury brands and crypto markets, especially because crypto markets are so thriving and luxury brands are struggling to stay relevant at the moment. It just makes sense for a great partnership. If you've made it to this far, congratulations, because you're about to find out that huge bit of Bitcoin news that I'm so excited about. Coinbase has just partnered with BlackRock. We see a lot of names like BlackRock thrown around and a lot of partnerships thrown around in the space, but are you aware of just how huge BlackRock is? If you want to get a sense for it, just Google world's top asset management firms. Take a scroll down to discover which name is number one, and you will see it's BlackRock. BlackRock is the biggest asset manager in the entire world. They could partner with whoever they wanted to, and who have they picked? Coinbase, one of the biggest crypto companies in the world. And what might have been the factors when BlackRock was making that decision? Well, BlackRock services some of the most wealthy people in the world. Their partnerships are designed to facilitate the demand of those wealthy people. Therefore, the wealthiest people in the world are wanting access to crypto. Unsurprising to see shares of Coinbase surge more than 16% on Thursday when the news broke out. Coinbase's blog does provide more details of the event. Coinbase is partnering with BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, to provide institutional clients of Aladdin. BlackRock's end-to-end -end investment management platform with direct access to crypto, starting with Bitcoin through connectivity with Coinbase Prime. Coinbase Prime will provide crypto trading, custody, prime brokerage and reporting capabilities to Aladdin's institutional client base, who are also clients of Coinbase. According to Reuters, the news underscores how traditional institutions, including pension funds, hedge funds and banks, have been pushing into crypto assets over the past 18 months, wagering the alternative asset class is here to stay. So we've heard what Coinbase had to say about the partnership. Now we're looking at a quote from the Global Head of Strategic Ecosystem Partnerships at BlackRock. Our institutional clients are increasingly interested in gaining exposure to digital asset markets and are focused on how to efficiently manage the operational life cycle of these assets. 
BlackRock is a huge name and this is a huge positive development for Bitcoin and the crypto markets. I'd like to personally thank everyone who has tuned in to this crypto market call. I do these every single day. I spend five or six hours in the morning researching the crypto markets and summarizing my findings into a 10 minute call, which you can listen to daily for free. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again first thing Monday.